Why, hey there, welcome to the Business of Ergonomics show. Today on the show, we are talking about the modern monitor. Are they truly all that and a bag of chips? Or are there some things that we have to be looking at when we're recommending them to ensure that they are as ergonomic as possible? Let's do this. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. So we are talking about the modern monitor. Have you seen these things? They are really unique. Some of them are absolutely huge. They're curved. A lot has changed with monitors over the past, what, 15, 20 years? Remember those big CRT monitors that were so common? Well, a lot of the ergonomics resources that we have today is based off of it. Right? Isn't that interesting? And those monitors are completely different. And most of them were just single monitors. Now, most of the setups that we see as an ergonomics specialist that you are, you probably see them too, that having just one monitor is a rarity. Most people have at least two monitors. Me, I have three monitors right now and I absolutely love it. I don't think I could fit a fourth and I don't know if I would have any reason to have a fourth. Three monitors are awesome. So we have another thing to contend with as ergonomic service providers. How do we have these new fancy ergonomics Um, recommendations into place with these types of new fancy monitors. It's so important to have this because not only are we looking at monitors that are wider and multiple monitors as well, we're looking at monitor setups that are horizontal and vertical. So it's completely different than what the recommendations were 20 years ago. So we got to stay on top of the research and we got to make sure that we are doing our best for our clients because non-optimal monitor setups can result in risks to the upper extremities. You got your eye strain, even headaches. For all these reasons, the modern monitor setup is the next ergonomic consideration for the 21st century and beyond. Well, wait, let me take that back because we're not talking about implants or anything like that in our brain. So maybe it's not the 21st century, but it is at least current. (laughs) I have four things that I want to go over with you today. So hang on tight. We're going to roll into this. Before I do so, I just want to make a note here. If you are at all interested in continuing your ergonomics education 
and you want to start offering ergonomic services as a side hustle out there, I have a fantastic program called the Ergonomics Blueprint that you can learn more about. Just go to the show notes after listening to this episode, and I have some free training that you can sign up for and learn what is involved with an ergonomic assessment in the office. These are game-changing for people, and the really neat thing with this is that you can do them remote, you can do them in person, but what you need to do is have a blueprint, and I have a blueprint there for your success that works and that is really in-depth, not to mention you get lots of continuing support from yours truly. So if you are interested in that, I want to encourage you to go to the show notes right now and check out the free training about learning how to do an office ergonomic assessment. So we're going to start off today with ergonomic considerations, and there are many guidelines that recommend what an ideal ergonomic setup looks like to avoid injuries for everybody that uses. I have my favorite, that's for sure, and I like to use the Canadian standards because I think that they are truly in-depth, so you can check that out. Here's what a stereotypical ergonomic setup for a monitor usually suggests. The viewing distance for monitors should be we be within one arm's length away. And that's between 40 to 74 centimeters or 16 to 29 inches. The top of the monitor should be slightly below eye level and the entire monitor should be tilted upwards and towards the user at approximately 15 degrees. If you're using a smaller monitor or maybe like a laptop that is adjusted and has on a laptop stand with an external keyboard and an external mouse, all these things together combined with that type of equipment will ensure that the neck is in a neutral position. So it's not tilted upwards, it's not tilted downwards. You may be questioning about that upwards tilted monitor, right? The reason why that is so useful is that we have a downward gaze of about 15 degrees below the horizontal. And you can see this in your own day-to-day world, how you hold a newspaper or a book. We tend to always hold it downwards because we have that natural line of sight downwards. When we're talking about this setup, we have to be really mindful that it may not apply anymore to the monitors that you see when you're doing an ergonomic assessment. So we have to be able to adjust this based on what the available research says. So what do we do with wider setups, wider monitors that have a dual setup? It means that these usual recommendations no longer hold up. So what do we do? So one of the things that I want you to keep in mind that there has to be a trade-off in viewing distance. I've noticed for those who use dual monitors, wide monitors, or the combination of dual and wide monitors, people prefer to have their monitors positioned further away than what the ideal setup would recommend. I remember a few years ago, I ran across a research paper also observing this, and I wish I had saved the article because I could just reference it now. And if you know what this article is, just let me know because I would love to read it again and I'll shout you out. The viewing distance 
only increases with a dual widescreen monitor system. But here's the thing. The further the monitors are away from you, the more a trade-off is necessary to avoid ergonomic risk, such as craning your neck forward to view the screen. So wider monitors will likely need a longer viewing distance. And I read it's at least 80 centimeters away from you. And you can do the conversion to inches because I know you're really smart. But at least 80 centimeters in front of the user to ensure that you can see that. And the trade-off too is in font size. So keep in mind that if the monitor's further away, then the font size should be bigger and there's suggestions that font size should be at least three times as big as you can normally see without craning your neck forward to allow um, an easy view and not to have eye strain. So keep that in mind too. There's always going to be a trade-off here. Do you have to keep the, the font size to be a little bit bigger? Do you have to encourage the user to increase the font size of the entire setup, which isn't very difficult for them to do? Just go into the properties of the system and you can change it whether you're doing Apple or Microsoft. And then another thing too, keep in mind what that person's visual acuity is. It Are they short-sighted? Are they long-sighted? Um, are they using bifocals or progressives? You have to combine that with that. So each of those setups will require slightly different variations of what is a useful monitor viewing distance and keep that in mind so you could really have an optimal setup for them. The next thing I want to talk about is awkward neck postures. Wide monitors, especially in dual monitor systems, can be risky. If an awkward neck posture, like rotating the neck to view a wider screen, especially if there's like dual monitors, as I mentioned, if this is happening for long periods of time, then it's considered to be an ergonomic risk. And this is something that just wasn't present years ago when we had a smaller setup. So whenever you're doing an ergonomic assessment and you see these types of setups, you have to have a level of education here because an ideal posture would be a relatively straightforward neck position when viewing the main monitor. And the main monitor is used more than 70% of the time. As you can see, the problem lies in when multiple wide monitors are used at once. Fairly easily, that user can adopt awkward neck positions, side turning more than 35 degrees. That's what's considered awkward. That's what's to look for when you're doing an ergonomic assessment in the office. And with these setups, that's something that really should be avoided. So of course, there are some suggestions I can offer you. Like, for instance, you should never be having that person's monitors completely horizontal to you. They should be arranged into like a semicircle around you. So they're, they're tilted as much to that user and they can see as much as the monitors with a straight-ish neck. But that in itself may not be enough. So the same is true for those circumstances where you see the widescreen monitor is positioned vertically and there's certain occupations that absolutely love this. I've seen it in web developers and coders 
they need to see a full line of code in a reasonable way. So they like to see the full up and down position. And us as ergonomics professionals, we're not going to tell people how best they can perform in their job, but we can give them tips on habits. And we can educate them on what an optimal position is and maybe some things to relieve some discomfort if they start to notice things are getting worse. So you can certainly do that because we know ideally we have a natural downward view of 15 degrees. So you can coach them on how to position the main line of code that they're working on so they don't constantly have to look up and down with their neck because that can be really uncomfortable for their neck over time. So to put this point in a nutshell, for wide monitors, multiple monitors, they are going to have to be pushed further away from the user. They're going to have to be positioned in a semicircle around the user. And if that person likes to use a vertical position, not just horizontal, but vertical position of one of their monitors, provide some coaching on the risks involved with it and how to best perform under those circumstances. Because I certainly understand that there is a lot of performance enhancements that can occur from doing the vertical setup. Keep in mind too that that monitor may not always need to be in a vertical position. It could be based on the type of work that they're doing. So it may not be required for the entire length of their workday. It just can be required for certain types of code um, management. And of course, you would get down to the pinpoint of that situation by asking good questions and meaningful questions so you can really help those people. The last thing I want to talk to you about today is different monitors. And I want you to raise your hand right now if you've ever been doing an ergonomic assessment and you've seen the same monitor for every monitor in a dual monitor system. My hand is not up. I don't know if I've seen this very often at all, if any time in the history. Typically, when I see multiple monitor systems, I see different types of monitors. It could be that an old monitor is saved when they're getting their new monitor and they want to have a dual monitor system or they are able to get more monitors when there's budgetary differences. Rarely are they the same monitor. More likely, they tend to be mismatched monitors size-wise and have different screen resolutions. This mismatch used over long periods of time, like months or even years, can result in eye discomfort, eye strain, or even headaches for some users. So the solution here, if they're using multiple monitors, make sure that they are the same type and model whenever possible. Educate that person if they are going to be buying a new monitor, try to get the same type and do what you can to make the brightness as equal as possible. Go into the system preferences, system setup, and get them the same brightness because that can help with eye fatigue and eye strain over time. There are a lot of options that you can give your client when it comes to monitors. The main thing to keep in mind here is that the modern monitor is completely different than what many guidelines were written up with. So you need a different set of solutions to help your clients. And when you do that, 
and you really are considerate with what you're saying and how you're recommending this, then these should be no problem whatsoever for you. Absolutely not. So there you have it. The modern monitor. Is it risky? What do you think? Is it something that's worthwhile and enhances performance? Let me know. Otherwise, I hope you have a great day. You keep on crushing it with those office ergonomics assessments, and I'll chat to you soon. You can get started with office ergonomics assessments today. Healthcare professionals are seeing the potential and opportunity to add office ergonomics assessments to their practice and services. Go to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin to get the exact seven-step process that works so that you can get started today without the confusion or overwhelm. Just head to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin now.